Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Thursday, November 16, 2023, and I have a great show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest. Anything provided on this show is for informational and entertainment purposes only. I saw, so I'm going to deliver a short message today, you know, for you, a godly message. Um, I saw this footage. Uh, I picked it up first at stevequail.com. I'll give credit to where I saw it. Um, It's on YouTube. It's on the Forbes Breaking News Channel. Forbes, F-O-R-B-E-S, the magazine, Forbes Breaking News Channel. Wild footage. Capitol Police clash with pro-ceasefire protesters outside DNC headquarters in D.C. So I'm just telling you where it is. I'm not even putting it up on the website because I don't want to be accused of being political. Um... And I'm not being political. It's, this is, it, it's a, an observation about how people act today. Um, and I'm not taking sides on, on uh, Gaza or Israel. I do want to say, before I get going on my message, is that even though I'm not taking sides, as a Christian, I have been called to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That's Psalm 122. If we read Psalm 122, verses 6 and 7, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they be secure who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. So there is quite a benefit for those who pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Because it says, may they be secure who love you. You know, ultimately, you know, in, in Romans 11.26, I'm sure this is citing uh, uh, an Old Testament verse, but it, it Romans 11.26 says, and in this way, all Israel will be saved as it is written the deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness, you know, from Jacob. When Jesus touched down, he's going to touch down on the Mount of Olives when he returns. So, you know, he's not coming back to New York City. He's coming back for, you know, for his own, you know, through the world here, for the, you know, in the world. Uh but he's not coming to New York City. You know, he's not going to Nashville. He's not going to Houston. He's not going to Rio de Janeiro. He's not going to Moscow. He's not going to uh, Nagasaki. He is going to Jerusalem. And so, you know, as a Christian or as Christians, we need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. 
Because it says, may they be secure who love you. So, I assure you, I have done that. Now, I'm going to play for you some of this footage. Um, Again, we claim uh, fair use for this. We're only doing a, a couple of short parts from this. Uh, wild footage, Capitol Police clash with pro-ceasefire protesters outside DNC headquarters in D.C. That's the, 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 um, the post. You can find this on YouTube at Forbes Breaking News. Forbes Breaking News. And uh, let's see, that went up uh, nine hours ago. So it went up uh, in the early, early hours of November 16th. Let's play a little bit of this, and forgive me for the microphone handling noise. So, you can go on, and that was some of the early parts of that video. Um, If you move up, it's about a 6 minute and 30 second video. That was during the first minute or two. Um, If you move up to about minute 4, the time would be about like 4 minutes and 56 seconds in the video. You'll actually see protesters take runs at the police. So that I think at that point it ceases to become for sure a peaceful protest. And I'm not a, a lawyer. I'm not uh, in law enforcement or anything. Um, but when I watch it, I just think of how far this kind of thing has come from, you know, the days of Martin Luther King um, when he organized nonviolent protests that changed the world, you know, as Gandhi did. Um, These folks are not changing the world. This is de-evolution. This is humanity getting worse, in my humble opinion. Now, this whole situation, I mean, starting with October 7th, with Hamas going in to Israel and, and just murdering, you know, uh, over, I think, 1,400 people, including the beheading of children, uh, if that is true. Uh, you know, it's just horrific. You know, there was uh, stories that came out, and, and you know, I saw it uh, updated even on the Gateway Pundit, where the media, through Reuters and AP 
And I think CNN, um, and, you know, don't quote me on that. Go check it out. Um, but they were Western media photographers and videographers were embedded with Hamas as they went in to Israel. Tell me who's really guilty. Who's really involved in this? Think about it. That is some kind of crime. And that leads me into my scripture. This scripture, to me, encapsulates all of this. This is from the Living Bible. It's Proverbs 29, 18. Where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. But what a wonderful thing it is for a nation to know and keep his laws. And of course, that means God's laws. Where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. But what a wonderful thing it is for a nation to know and keep his laws. Were the folks who, you know, at least, you know, you could go back thousands of years about some of this stuff. But, you know, when if we're saying that, you know, the beginning was roughly October 7th when Hamas went into Israel, does Hamas know God? They know their God, but that's not the God of the Bible. That's the moon God. So they have an ignorance of God, in my humble opinion. And I'm not being derogatory. I'm just saying that they don't, you know, if the God of the Bible is the true God and Jesus, who I most certainly advocate is, uh, they have an ignorance of God. And crime certainly ran wild when they entered Israel on October 7th. What about Israel? Does Israel have an ignorance of God? Certainly, I would say almost to every uh, person living in Israel that they know about God, you know, through going to uh, temple and so forth, and most certainly about the Torah. And then there's all the uh, supra-canonical writings you know, of the uh, of their biblical teachers that, you know, uh, many times do not line up with the Word of God, um, in my humble opinion. Uh, and they have they have refused Jesus, you know, en masse. I'm not saying every person. But most people in Israel absolutely do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah. And that is an ignorance of God because he is God. You know, the scripture says that the fullness of, let me see if I can find it quickly, the fullness of the Godhead, I'm going to give you 
the scripture, I hope. Oops. If I could spell, I'd be super dangerous. Oh, geez. <laughs> Most of the times I can type fast. You know, when I was in high school, I trained on a manual typewriter, and I could type 40 words a minute going ch 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 But anyway, it, it, uh, oh, let's, maybe I can look in, let's look in, let's look in the King James. Anyway, it's, it's in the New Testament that the fullness of, of the Godhead, you know, is, you know, is in Jesus. So, to know God, you need to know Jesus. That is the most important thing. But it says, where there is ignorance of God, and of course in America, my goodness, I mean, uh, even the people who go to church, I mean, I, I, it, I think it's somewhere around 5% actually have a biblical worldview, You know, that Jesus is who he said he is, that he's God of, man of very man, God of very God. That he died for our sins, rose again, and he's coming back. 95% um, of people don't really believe that. They, you know, they want the, the blab it and grab it, the name it and claim it, the prosperity gospel of the, of the television ministers. That's what they believe. Pardon me there. I'll let that let that go. Um, so there is here in America an ignorance of God, even in the church, even in the pulpits, because they are preaching and not preaching against the prosperity gospel. which leads to much evil. And think about it. Here's what this scripture says, Proverbs 29, 18. Where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. What's going on in the pulpit? Clergy response teams. Look at my writings. You can go to encouragingangels.org. Go to uh, Stan Samansky, select writings. And look at the two writings I did about clergy response teams. Oh, yeah, that's a real thing. Wickedness. Wickedness. Where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. And I put forth to you that the pastors today have been trained to be asset gatherers. They have been trained to try to attract the well and the well-healed. That is their job. As opposed to preaching the, the gospel, which we'll get to in a minute. In a minute means when I get to it. <laughs> 
Where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. But what a wonderful thing it is for a nation to know and keep his laws. At one time, that was America. At one time, that was America. Uh, Certainly, at different times, that was Israel. I mean, Israel knew a whole lot of peace when David was king. And they had a a couple other good kings. Uh, But what a wonderful thing it is for a nation to know and keep his laws. So we would see, you know, the wonderful things that God has for a nation. If you keep his laws, because it's, it, it is, it's, you know, so important to realize this even leads into the rejection of the bad teaching that is prevalent in the church, which is once saved, always saved. That, you know, if you go forward, like I did in 1993 in a Billy Graham crusade and said, uh, you know, I believe in Jesus. Um, I was still, you know, not saved. And even when I did get saved later that year, you know, that's not the only thing. You have to, I, I did a message last week called Don't Burn. And uh, that was very well received. Thank you. Um, but not only do you need to get saved, you have to abide in Jesus. Jesus talked repeatedly about people who were not his, about people who were not the wheat in the parables, but were the chaff burned, that they were not good for anything but to be bundled up and burned. And so I said, don't burn. And the only way you don't burn is that you, if you abide in Jesus, that you keep his commands. And that brings us back to Proverbs 29, 18, where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. But what a wonderful thing it is for a nation to know and keep his laws. Even more so for a nation is for the individual person to know and keep his laws. So that's the commandments and the, the you know, the, the commands of Jesus Christ to love one another. I preach all this for me as much as for you. Because I am still a work in progress. I hate to admit it, but I am. And I still stumble quite regularly. I'm checking my shoes, and I don't think it's my shoes. I have to admit that it's me. But I must abide in Christ and keep his laws, keep his commands. Where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. These people are not abiding in God. They're not abiding in Jesus. They're not keeping the commands. They're not keeping the commandments. They're not keeping 
you know, the commands of Christ? Where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. Folks, the only way that you're going to know God, because this scripture says where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. If you want the, the wonderful thing, you know, it is for a nation to know is keep his laws. I could say that's a wonderful thing for a person to know and keep his laws because you have eternal life if you are you know you trust in Jesus Christ and you to do that you must you know ascend to the facts that Jesus came to this earth he was fully god and fully man he lived a perfect life and as an israelite he fulfilled the law and his death was acceptable god as a sacrifice because he was the unblemished lamb of God, a perfect sacrifice acceptable to the Father in heaven. There is no remission of sins without the shedding of blood. That's what the Old Testament says. But not the blood of goats and bulls. That was a, just a foreshadowing that they, you know, they did at the temple. Those were not sufficient for the remission of sins. Only the blood of Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ, the perfect, unblemished Lamb of God, and believing that his death on the cross paid the sin debt of the entire world. That's me and you and everybody you know. But it doesn't matter if you don't accept that. And in addition to accepting that, you have to accept that God raised him from the dead, that he, he lives. He lives. He lives. As the Bill Gaither song says. Um, and in addition, this is where we have to add this because it's not just once saved, always saved. You have to abide in Christ. That's why Jesus talked numerous times, and that's why I did that message last week called Don't Burn. Go back in the, uh, you know, uh, on the podcast here and find Don't Burn from last week. You can also find it on the blog at encouragingangels.org. I detailed this. That, you know, Jesus said that you have to abide in him. That's keeping his commands. Uh, because that way he knows that you're his friend. It's that simple. But you must abide. You can't just live like a dog, get saved and live like, continue completely living like a dog like you were before and expect that you're going to heaven. That's foolishness. You have to be changed. And then there, there is, you know, justification and sanctification. You are justified when you're saved, um, but you have to, you know, sanctify yourself. You have to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, as the scripture says. I have a song that I wrote that will be coming out that will have that in it. 
You have to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Proverbs 29.18 today. Where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. You, you may have things you're dealing with in your life. Someone close to you even, you know, that you could share the gospel message with. How do you know God? You know God when you read his word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That's John 1.1, the gospel of John, not the books of John, uh, but the gospel of John. Chapter 1, verse 1. So that way you're not ignorant of God. Read, if you do not know God, or you're not sure, you're online right now listening to this, go to BibleGateway.com, BibleGateway.com, and just type in John 1. I think that, I'm pretty sure, let me do it while. Actually, oh, come on. Now they're, Yes, John 1 1. Actually, if you just type in John 1, uh, it will bring it right up for you. Yeah, John 1, Bible Gateway. In the search bar, just type John and then space number one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. You can go on from from there. You need to know the word of God to know God, because he is the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. So, I thought... It was quite interesting that just watching that video clip of the protest at the uh, DNC in Washington, D.C. made me think about this because of the, uh, the chaos that is quite evident in that clip. Yeah, you see people protesting. Do they have a right to protest? Yes, they have a right to peaceable protest, of course. But it, it did break down. Once you got to, like, again, about four minutes, 56 seconds, you see the, the protester charging the police. So it's, uh, and it was chaotic at the beginning. You could hear, you know, I think you could hear that. Again, this is all audio. So um, please know Christ. You, none of us know how long we have. How many people died in the last three years because of the jab jab? Millions, millions, millions. Billions are disabled now, affected. Those are that those two are uh, statements are, you know, basically courtesy of Dr. Tenpenny, Dr. Uh, Pierre Corey, and uh, Dr. Betsy Eads. I'm not just saying that. People thought they were, a lot of people, not everybody. 
people thought they were doing the right thing by getting the jab jab and they found out that they were exter exterminated i'd put that under the the file of crime runs wild that's not a crime oh oh in the eyes of god that's a crime but again, these people were ignorant of God, in my humble opinion. The people in charge of the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry. We could say pretty much almost every industry, because America is in dire, dire straits and under the judgment of God, in my humble opinion. Look at the economy. Look at the dollar. Judgment. Knowing God, knowing Jesus, and abiding in his commands is the most important thing you can do. The most important, because it's not only impactful for this life, it's impactful for the next life. Because if you don't know God and you do not abide in him, you are going to burn. See, all these pastors got away from fire and brimstone. But Jesus Christ preached fire. He preached that people will burn. Jesus Christ preached that people will burn for their unfaithfulness, for their constant disregard for the, the commands of Jesus and the commandments himself, of course. But nobody wants to hear that. That's, you know, where the prosperity gospel comes in. That God is a genie in a bottle, and if you just say the right things, why, he'll give you what you want all the time. These people do not know God. They are not abiding in Jesus Christ, in my humble opinion, that are all about this kind, that kind of thing. Sorry about that noise in the background. You got to forgive the water heater making some noise. Um, folks, no. Jesus Christ, K-N-O-W, know Jesus Christ. Abide in Jesus Christ. Know him, read the word every day. When you transgress, you have to keep your accounts short with God. By confessing your sins to him and get back into the word, Confess, say you're sorry, and repent. Turn the other way. And we're human, you know. There are some things that you can turn away from forever, and then there's the things that, you know, you deal with your whole life. And God help us. But God will help us if we confess our sins to him. He is faithful and just to forgive us all unrighteousness. Now, let me see if I can find that one. Because that was a miracle of God that I... Uh... 
that I found that <laughs> in, somewhere in my head. That is the book of John. Oh, here we go. There we go. Well, one, aha. Uh -huh. But if we confess our sins to him, and let me, let me change. I want to go to King James. I think it's, it's better. Um, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's why it's so important to keep your account short with God. That way you can abide with Christ because he doesn't put up with sin. And it, there won't be any, you know, I mean, later on. But, you know, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Again, this is why it's so important to abide with God. And part of abiding with God is confessing your sins when you fall short telling him you're sorry, and repenting. If we confess our sins, it's conditional. If we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, he, then he will do something. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if we confess our sins, he forgives us and cleanses us. That is a good deal. And if he cleanses you from all unrighteousness, then you're righteous. God help us. I mean, this is a wicked world. And I would say, this is my own humble experience in life, is that... Um, you know, you're always going to be tempted one way or another. The devil throws fiery darts at you. That's what uh, Ephesians talks about. The fiery darts of the devil. He, he is trying to get you to sin. But sin, you know, when we do it, it's our, you know, it's our fault. But he, you know, Jesus has overcome the world. This is why it's so, you know, trust Christ, trust Christ, trust Christ. Read the word. Again, you're online now. You can go to Bible Gateway for free and read the Bible anytime you want. Uh, also, if you have a phone or an iPad, you can download U version, Y-O-U version, and make sure that you download, you know, so you get the app. Then you can download just about any version of the Bible that you want and have it on your phone. So even if there's no internet, you can still read your Bible. And of course, 
I would recommend buying a physical Bible, one that's printed on paper. Because if there's no electricity, you can still read that one. And that's a really good idea. Because they'll probably ban those before too long with what's going on. Folks, get saved. Get saved. By how I was, you know, I talked about how to do it today. Get saved. Get your family saved. None of us know how long we have. We are in the midst of world war. We're talking about America fighting wars on three fronts. And we're talking about nuclear, you know, this, this quote, war, it may not last more than an hour. Folks, get saved. Consider my words today. Consider also that your country, unfortunately, if you're listening to this in America, does not have a a civil defense plan for you. But Jack Lawson wrote the book, Civil Defense Manual. You can check it out at civildefensemanual.com. And it has all, it is a 950 page resource, two volumes. You learn how to put together a neighborhood protection team because, you know, once uh, the electricity goes out or trucks stop running because there's no gasoline, you know, you're going to have brigands in your neighborhood within a few days. Most likely, that's my humble opinion. Uh, And you need to know how to deal with that or else get overrun. Uh, There is chapters written by professionals like NC Scout on communications, like Navy SEAL Matt Bracken on night fighting, like um, area study by intelligence officer Sam Culper, and much more. And the, it, you know, the chapters on food, water, uh, nuclear survival skills, and so forth. Folks, for $100, you get all this, 950-page reference. Again, two volumes you know, that you can have even if there's no electricity and internet. In my humble opinion, that is worth it. CivilDefenseManual.com Would you please consider supporting Encouraging Angels? If you found or find, you know, this podcast and our website beneficial, would you please consider supporting our work at www.encouragingangels.org. Click on the donate tab. You can donate online with your card by clicking on the cornerstone link, a, a brilliant, great uh, payment processor, uh, and uh, that we have had no problems with, by the way. And um, if you want to send something, you know, through the mail, whether it's, uh, you know, a check precious metals, whatever, uh, you can send it to our P.O. box that is right there on the same page on the donate page. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Szymanski, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.